When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Friday, August 25th. We'll start it off, as always, with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. We have an unfortunate IL placement as outfielder Mike Trout of the Angels was officially placed on the 10-day IL with a left hamate fracture. He had already been dealing with the injury for quite a while, and the team officially placed him back on the IL yesterday. He played just one game after being activated, and... I think this is tied to Shohei Otani. After Otani was diagnosed with a torn UCL the other day, the team either decided that it wasn't worth having Trout get injured again or that he wasn't fully recovered and they tried to rush him back for a last minute push and decided, you know what, probably not a good idea to do that. Either way, there's no guarantee he returns again this season and with the Angels currently with little hope to make the playoffs, there's not much of a reason for him to return. Trout's likely droppable in leagues with limited or non-existent IL slots and in his absence, Mickey Moniak will continue continue to man center field for the remainder of the season. Outfielder Michael Conforto of the Giants was placed on the 10-day IL with a left hamstring strain. It's a moderate strain, so Conforto is looking at a longer-than-minimum stay. In his absence, Luis Matos is expected to get everyday playing time in right field for the Giants. In terms of transaction, second baseman Nolan Gorman of the Cardinals was activated from the 10-day IL. Gorman missed slightly longer than the minimum with lower back tightness, and he'll return to the lineup versus right-handed pitcher slotting in at DHA and second base. In terms of news, unfortunately, closing pitcher Felix Bautista left yesterday's game with two outs and two strikes in the top of the ninth. It was later revealed he was dealing with arm discomfort, and Bautista is now headed for testing, so look for an update later this weekend. And before we look at the notable performances from Friday, do you want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all of your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, one word, all caps, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100, so you have some bonus cash to start playing with right off the bat. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You must be 18 years or older, 19 or older in Alabama, Nebraska, 
Nebraska, 21 or older, and in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Now we'll take a look at the notable performances from Friday, a day in which we had a full slate of 15 games. We'll start it off with our hitters leading off with Nick Martini in Arizona as he did all he could, but the Reds still lost. He went two for three, scoring three times with a pair of long balls, four runs batted in, and a walk. He's up to two home runs on the year now. He actually doubled his career home run total in one game. He had two home runs for his career entering this season. And Martini actually hasn't been in the majors since 2021 when he posted a 78 WRC plus in just 25 games with the Cubs. The left-handed hitter spent 2022 in the KBO where he batted 296 with an 825 OPS. In 2023, Martini has spent the entire year at AAA hitting 15 home runs while walking more than 14% of the time in 93 games. Now 33 years old, Martini is getting a late season opportunity to fill the strong side of a DH platoon in Cincinnati with three key members of the lineup on the IL. It's a long shot that he becomes a fantasy relevant player, but his performance yesterday definitely raised some eyebrows. Even with a depleted lineup, Martini could be a super sneaky, very deep league option as a streamer versus right-handed starters, but nothing more. That ballpark is doing most of the heavy lifting, but his power and discipline combination could make him a fun story down the stretch with some fortunate batted ball luck. DJ LeMayhew had a big game for the Yankees in Tampa Bay as he helped his team to a win going three for four, scoring three times with a pair of homers, two runs batted in, and a walk. He's up to 11 home runs on the year now, and this was LeMayhew's first multi-homer game since 2021. And despite struggling mightily this year, LeMayhew continues to be the everyday leadoff hitter for the Yankees. The past couple of years have been somewhat disappointing, but he still finished those years with at least two F4 and an OPS of 100. This year, though, LeMayhew is a below average hitter according to WRC Plus and has regressed across the board. He's striking out more than ever, 8% higher than his career rate entering this year, and that has led to the lowest batting average of his career. LeMayhew is hitting 245 in 2023, but entered the year with a lifetime 297 batting average. He'll score plenty of runs atop a decent lineup, but without game-changing power or his usual high batting averages, he becomes a one-dimensional player in fantasy. And on top of that, considering the current state of the Yankees and LeMayhew's status as a mid-30s player on the decline, I wouldn't expect this to be the start of a September resurgence. And lastly, we have Nick Allen for the A's on the south side of Chicago as he helped the A's to a win going four for five with two runs, a home run, and five runs batted in. He's up to four home runs on the year now. And Allen is not really someone known for his bat. He hit just 15 home runs in 396 minor league games and batted 273 during that time, mostly on the back of fortunate Babips. Since debuting last year, he's displayed more power than he ever had in the minors, but it's come as a massive detractor to his batting average. Allen's batted just 209 this season after the four-hit performance and has batted a slightly worse 208 for his career. This was the first four-hit performance of his career, which is somewhat expected. And with dismal stat cast metrics and contact skills that don't make up for them, Allen is likely not an option in fantasy leagues. Deep ale-only leagues can consider him as a bench guy because he plays every day and has a little bit of power and speed, but Allen also bats last for the worst team in baseball and has one of the worst WRC pluses in the game. It was a fun performance on Friday on a night where the A's scored 12 times, but don't expect Allen to be on anyone's watch list after this performance. But if you'd like a breakdown of other notable hitting performances on Friday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances, opening with Matt Manning versus the Astros as he helped his team to a win. He took the no decision, tossing six and a third innings, allowing just one hit. He allowed one run. It was unearned 
and he also walked nobody while striking out three. Manning induced eight whiffs with a 29% CSW across 80 pitches, and Manning continued to evade a blowup with luck on balls in play thanks to success on his four-seamer, which went for five whiffs and 29% CSW. This is his third straight start in which he's allowed one run or fewer, but it's also the fourth straight outing in which he's failed to strike out more than three batters. That's been Manning's MO for the season as he owns a sub-4 ERA and a respectable 1.06 whip, but has only struck out 15% of the batters he's faced, which is a bottom 10 rate among pitchers with at least 70 innings pitched. Somehow though, PLV absolutely adores Manning ranking him inside the top 30 in overall PLV among starters. It's mostly thanks to a slider that ranks in the 99th percentile in PLV despite finding most of its success in the called strikes department, and it all seems very unsustainable because he's a flyball pitcher who allows boatloads of hard contact. And despite surviving the Astros, I don't think I'd trust Manning in his next outing versus the Yankees. Yoan Adon had a great outing in Miami as he earned the win, tossing six scoreless innings, allowing just two hits. He walked nobody and struck out three. Adon induced seven whiffs with a 24% CSW across 94 pitches. Adon's standout pitch yesterday was a changeup he threw only 11 times. He induced four whiffs and 55% CSW on the pitch as he clearly had a feel for when to throw it. It led to his first scoreless start of the year and his first since May of last year. Speaking of last year, Adon had the second highest ERA and whip among starters with at least 60 innings pitched. In 2023, though, the story hasn't been much different in the ERA department, but he has found a way to avoid base runners with an impressive 0.92 whip in 24 innings pitched. The main factor is a massive reduction in his walk rate and a much more favorable yet unsustainable BABIP. Unfortunately, there's not much else that stands out about Adon's profile. At his best, he's a Toby on a cellar dweller with a deep arsenal that doesn't contain a standout pitch, and Adon gets the Marlins next, and I don't think this start should change the consensus opinion of avoiding that outing. And lastly, we have Brandon Fott versus the Reds as he earned the win, tossing five and a third innings, allowing just three hits and two earned runs with one walk while striking out five. He induced seven whiffs with a 28% CSW across 86 pitches. And after 13 starts, Fott finally recorded the first win of his career. He was a called strikes machine in this one, recording 17 called strikes to help boost his CSW on the night. Otherwise, none of his pitches were notable on an individual level. After struggling through his first two call-ups this year, Fott has been a different pitcher in the second half. He posted a 9.82 ERA through his first six career starts, but is now rocking a 3.48 ERA across seven starts in the second half. The most notable change is that Fott is becoming more of a two-pitch pitcher, trusting his four-seamer and slider over his other offerings. His heater has been able to steal called strikes, while his slider has been a whiff machine. The slider is in the 94th percentile according to PLV, but none of his other pitches are trustworthy enough to make him a pitcher with an arsenal that can consistently dominate night in and night out. Fott has a very bright future, but right now he seems to be getting away with more than you'd typically expect from a rookie starter. The Dodgers are next on the docket, and that's a clear avoid. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Friday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves. Danny Coulomb got save number two as he needed just one pitch to close out the save. Felix Bautista was removed with two outs and two strikes in the ninth due to arm discomfort prior to that. Emmanuel Classe got save number 34 as he's now tied for the MLB lead with Alexis Diaz. Carlos Estevez got save number 27. Andres Munoz saved number nine as he worked around three base runners. Hunter Harvey got save number 10 and this is likely due to to Kyle Finnegan throwing more than 30 pitches on Thursday. David Bednar got save number 28 as he worked around a solo shot, and Kevin Ginkle got save number four after Justin Martinez failed to close out a six-run lead in the ninth. 
And lastly, Evan Phillips got save number 20. In terms of closers to pitch outside of safe situations or blow their saves, Ryan Presley surrendered a walk-off three-run homer to Parker Meadows to lose the game after blowing a one-run lead. And Rizal Iglesias pitched the ninth with a four-run lead against the Giants. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Friday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Saturday, August 26th, the day in which we'll have a full slate of 15 games. My matchup of the day is Tyler Glasnow versus Clark Schmidt. There's not too many great matchups today, but Glasnow is elite and Clark Schmidt has been pretty solid. In terms of probable starters, we've got nine guys in the auto starts tier, including Glasnow. We also have Zach Wheeler versus the Cardinals, Max Scherzer in Minnesota, and Julio Urias in Boston. Our probably starts tier has six guys, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in Clark Schmidt. He's been solid for quite a while and his one blow up came against the Braves and you can't really blame him for that. He's taken on the Rays and they've definitely cooled down at the plate. I'd also keep an eye out for Hyunjin Ryu versus the Guardians. He's not looking like his former self, but he does have a 1.89 ERA through his first four starts this year and he's a Toby and should be able to keep that rolling against the Guardians. My hitter suggestions include Mariners hitters versus Jordan Lyles and his 6.20 ERA and 14 losses. They should have no trouble putting up a few runs at the very least against him, as well as Reds hitters versus Zach Davies and his 7.38 ERA in his return from the IL. Now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. Felix Bautista has pitched on back-to-back days and in three of the last four and was removed from yesterday's game with arm discomfort. So Yenier Cano should be the closer today and maybe the closer going forward if Bautista is forced to miss time. David Bednar has pitched on consecutive days and in three of the past four, so Colin Holderman should be the temporary closer today. And lastly, Evan Phillips has pitched in each of the past two days, but Bruce Star Gratterall threw 31 pitches yesterday, so Caleb Ferguson or Ryan Brazier are likely to be the top options for the ninth today for the Dodgers. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.